0: are in the first time in our lives, we have the ability to become conscious and aware of things that our parents and their parents and their parents never had the ability to do. So the fact that we can even have this conversation, the fact that we understand polarity, the fact that we're no longer in dynamics that are codependent unless we create them to be that consciously or subconsciously, like before we were forced in those situations,
1: this is shifting everything. This is Let's Get Juicy with me, your host, Juliette Lipman. I'm a female leadership mentor to women who are literally looking to drip in pleasure, wealth, and soul. This is your portal to being inspired and uplifted by intimate conversations I'll be having with powerful women who have reached success on their own terms. And that it's all available to you too my love i'm so excited you're here so let's get juicy shall we welcome my love thank you for having me so happy you're here so everyone who's listening i am sitting in front of the amazing amanda Bickham. so amanda is a pleasure coach pleasure mentor and I just asked her before this, I said, how shall I introduce you? <laughs> and she's like, babe, I'm beyond labels. Like, I just am. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. <laughs> this woman is amazing. Um, she is the goddess. She allows the goddess to move through her. Um, I have known Amanda for about over a year now, but we've we have worn multiple hats for each other.
0: Yes, and, and continue to wear multiple hats.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And um, I'm so grateful to be sitting here on these sheepskins in my closet <laughs> in Amsterdam. <laughs>
0: I'm also grateful to be sitting on these sheepskins in your closet in
1: Amsterdam. It's a beautiful place to be. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. So I want to begin this conversation today talking about relationships and sexuality and in particular how to keep your sex life juicy (laughs) yes the topic that so many people spend so much money on through books through coaches through healers through all yeah a lot of people are really curious about like how to keep the sex life alive yeah um so a lot of individuals fear that their sex life will either dwindle in relationship mm-hmm. or they've already experienced it mm-hmm. and they're feeling this dryness, this lack of lust between themselves and their partners yeah. or their individual relationship to their own sexuality. They've dried out, they've um, focused on other things, they, their pleasure comes secondary or even last on the list before work and status and all these family and all these other things that people are busy with. Um, So I'm curious what your perspective is on this topic, because you've worked with hundreds of men and women in this space and you help people bring back pleasure and passion into their lives. And so let's start with the male perspective. What have you seen in terms of men with keeping their um, sexuality alive?
0: Yeah. So the first and foremost thing, which will go for any gender, is it's really important to understand that you are responsible for your turn on that you are responsible for even though your partner can be the thing and and probably was very much in the beginning like the thing that ignited you and inspired you and expanded you and excited you and in the beginning as everyone knows typically hopefully sex comes really easy and it's just flowing and it's fluid and it's spicy and this is due to something called new relationship energy but after a while um going through your own traumas and wounds and pains and triggers which absolutely come up in almost every relationship um that's kind of how the 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 default design is that the relationships will bring up some of your past wounding for both men and women but also um routine and stresses of life come in Mm. and so for men, um, you know, for the masculine in general, and this can be, this can really be for anybody in relationship. So the person who holds more of the masculine polarity, um, their biggest fear is to be trapped or is to not be able to have freedom. Um, and This is why oftentimes the masculine, oftentimes the man, um, has a harder time committing and a harder time really leaning in and saying yes. The feminine in the relationship and again this can go for any any gender but the feminine essence is the one that actually feels when she leans in and she is claimed that she feels more safe and she can deepen and from that deepening there can be more that she has to give into love so coming back to your question for men there is this fear that uh, whether conscious or subconscious that This is going to be the only pussy I'm ever going to look at or I'm ever (laughs) going to lick or I'm ever going to be able to be with. And of course, there are these qualities and characteristics that your partner sees in you. Maybe he sees this actress in you or maybe he sees the dominatrix in you or maybe he sees the, you know, sweet uh, maiden in you. But after a while, it's like if you see one of these archetypes often in your partner, you're going to want something different. Just like if you eat pizza, every pizza can be your favorite food. But if you eat it every night, you're going to be like, fuck, (laughs) like I really want some pasta or actually I kind of want a salad right now. And it doesn't mean that pizza still isn't your favorite food. And it doesn't mean that it's not delicious. And it doesn't mean that you, you don't love it, but it means that anything, whether it's a job or whether it's a partner can become feeling like stagnant
1: but it's interesting because and I understand that from the male perspective like they crave variety and flavors Mm -hmm. and as you were saying also on another point they also crave freedom Mm -hmm. so freedom to eat the flavors let's say of the different pizzas
0: yeah
1: and it's interesting because I know women would you say that women also crave different flavors oh,
0: 100% because we both have masculine and feminine in us right. so so it really again like working with genders and working with masculine and feminine can sometimes to somebody who's just starting to understand this be confusing I also one of my and then then this goes deeper into what is your attachment style and that's a whole nother box of worms that you know we won't really touch into because that also plays a part the person who is more on the avoidant perspective will also be like feel the fear of being trapped and that could be the feminine essence being you have no idea you don't really know until you're in that situation but just going back to just in general since we're speaking about men like the the main thing that the man gets to do is and david data talks about this a lot which i think is really really powerful and for and, any and
1: david data is an author yeah um who's written several books on this such as
0: yeah so for any man who um is wanting to reconnect and deepen in both themselves and or their relationship there are two books that i highly recommend the first one um is way of a superior man and the second one is intimate communion
1: beautiful and i'm gonna leave in the show notes uh, a link with these uh, links of these books. And so if yeah. you're curious, you can click on them and buy them.
0: Yeah, and Intimate Communion is a really powerful book for the person who is really, and this is for good for, good for men and women to read, um, to help them understand how they can keep experiencing these flavors mm-hmm. in their partner. So we live in a world that is so externally focused it is you are the one who are supposed to make me feel alive, sexy, beautiful, yeah. etc. Or you are the one who is supposed to make the thing. It could be a job. It could be an amount of money. It could be a person. And so the practice for men, first and foremost, there's a couple things that I would say. Number one, like what are the qualities, like feel into your relationship? And I was having a conversation with a client the other day. And he said, yeah, you know, like, I love my wife. I want to be with her. They've been together like 20 years. And he's like, and she's amazing. There's nobody else that I want to be in a deep relationship with. And I think about other women and I want to also connect with other women. It is a part of myself. And I said, well, what is it? What's the quality that you really desire? He's like, it's like the dirty slut. Like sometimes I just really want this, like, like lustful like feeling that she fucking desires me like like ravaging like dirty slut energy but it doesn't mean that I don't truly want to be with my wife but I want that too and I said okay well then if you what I'm hearing from you is you want to be desired and this is one of the biggest pains that I found from working with men is that they also want to be desired But the fem like the man, the masculine is usually the penetrator and the person that's used to getting rejected. The feminine, it's harder for her to to be the person who is going to come on. And if she gets rejected because she's not usually the person who's penetrating the energetic field, it hits her a lot harder versus men. It still hits them, but they've been like getting rejected since they were little kids on the playground asking, you know, the girl to come play with them. Mm -hmm. So... For this man, I said, what I'm hearing from you is that you really want to be desired. And he said, yeah, and I really want to feel desired. And I said, okay, well, your practice and a large part of my work is through embodiment. Like your practice is how would it feel in your body if you desired yourself? If you were living in the embodiment of knowing that you are sexy, that you are confident, that you are powerful, how would you look at yourself when you are in the mirror every morning like how would you how how would you move throughout the day if you knew how desirable you were how would you look at the barista who is handing you your coffee mm-hmm. how would you like so so the first part is can you start desiring yourself and can you hold that energetic frequency because yeah. she will feel that subconsciously when you start to play with the energetics of life and play with desire she will feel that and then i said and if you want her to be a certain frequency David data often talks about in one woman. And we all know this as women, you have the whole spectrum. So she is the goddess. She is the slut. She is the whore. She is the teacher. She is the maiden. She's all of these. So if this is something that you want in your partner, how can you as the masculine who has a conscious awareness of what you desire and what you feel you're lacking, create a container because oftentimes this is the masculines in a, in a way, um, natural gift is to create a container how can you create a container where you can invite this out of her so maybe and he also said he wanted playfulness and so I gave him a couple ideas I said so maybe if you want the dirty slot archetype like how can you buy her a little red lingerie? And if you want playfulness, like how can you create a container where you're like, okay, sweetheart, so, you know, I the kids are off at the, at the their friend's house. I've reserved an evening for you. I want you to come home to be at home um, Dressed in the thing that will be laying on your bed at seven o'clock. I want you to have the candles lit around the room and I will be there at seven o'clock sharp. I want you on your knees in front of the bed, like or whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like if you want, if you that want that hot. archetype, wow. how can you bring that out of her? Like, how can you how can you be the Dom that's like like I want you to like get on your knees and I want you to worship my cock like it's the it's the most amazing divine thing that you've ever seen. And you can also create like, hey, I want to play with roles. I want to play with ranges. One of the things in, in, in couples, intimacy, couples' relationships is we miss out on intimacy. We get into patterns. We get into habits. We do the same thing day after day after day. Well, the reason why we've lost lust and sensation for each other is because we're in a pattern. So how can you and your partner, whoever has the awareness that something is dying, which typically both of you do, but it takes one of you to actually say something, how can you switch it up? How can you invite in, I wanna play with you. I'm realizing that we've come into a constant kind of way that we show up for each other and I'm missing exploring the range of what is possible in life. Because the only reason why you wanna be with someone else is because you wanna experience something else. So yeah, relationships take work. It takes a constant effort to come back and say, if there is something I am needing or desiring, how can I create that myself? Mm. And how can I invite my partner into that? Mm. And then the last part of what men, like what I've seen really support men in their, in their sexuality is to do their own personal work around their purpose and around their sexuality in general. Like for a man, when he feels more in his power and he's moving his body and he's going to the gym, this increases testosterone, this increases his desire. He feels better. It's similar for women, but slightly different. And, and this is where, like, he, like, if he comes back home to himself mm. and he gets into his body and he sets his life force out on his goal. Now, of course, you have to be mindful if a man is overworking, then there would be something different that I would offer. But also your own personal work and self-development. How can you come back home to who you are and the gift that you have?
1: Yeah, beautiful. Wow. (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) We just went on a journey. (laughs) And for me in particular, the thing that really came through was um, the, you know, like the practicality of just, you know, if you want something, like, what do you actually desire? What is actually what's alive inside of you? What are you looking for? What flavor are you looking for? And in in terms of a long term committed relationship, doesn't mean that like, you need so much freedom, you need to just go off and have sex with the next woman it's like how can you play with that and bring that into your sacred partnership yeah. and own your desires and then come from a place of play and set this stage for your woman exactly as you said and bring them into this container i feel i find that um we don't talk about that enough yeah. and that's actually play that's going back to our natural essence and it's actually not you know a lot of us as adults we're like oh we can't do that like as soon as you were saying that i was thinking there must be people listening. And even myself, who's like, it sounds good in theory, Amanda, because Amanda, you know, you're so in this world, and you can speak like that, like you can invite your inner dominant and speak like that. But what if you're a bit awkward and embarrassed about it, and it doesn't feel comfortable? So like, what would you say about um, someone feeling um, how to get them to feel more confident and sharing their desires with their partner and setting that container
0: so this is where like intimacy comes in so oftentimes what i see in a lot of relationships again we become partners but we lose like the romance the intimacy and and for me the best sex starts with intimacy and sex to me is not penetration sex to me is not just like two people fucking it is like everything is sex like the the energy of aliveness of creation whether it's with myself or with the world or with my partner that is sexual energy mm-hmm. and it's this thing that like just awakens in you you can see it it's the spark it's the blossoms when spring is here opening you like know? do
1: you notice when yesterday i was sitting at a bar in the Jordan with a friend yeah. and this woman walked by and she was in these red patent leather heels and these tight pants and this gorgeous blouse and her hair was like bobbing in the wind and her breasts were kind of out and she was just walking and I literally turned to my friend and I go... (sighs) That is a well fucked woman. Yes, like, yes, yes. She yeah. is yeah. killing it. Yeah. We were both like we wanted to scream like Yas queen, yeah. yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. She was just oh mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it has a totally different quality. Yeah, it does.
0: And this is like really what I what I I I made a post. It was one of my my best posts about a year ago, and it was like. The, the world, like the world is such a better place with well-fucked women and, <laughs> and men as well. Like, of course, because men feel when men are, are having lots of really good, deep connected sex, they feel more in their power and they show up and penetrate life more fully. Um, yeah. and, and so, so going back to your question, like, what, if, what if I feel awkward? Well, then, First of all, like this is what, in in relationship, we have this unconscious belief system that is like, I need to be something for you in order to be your wife, your husband, your partner, your girlfriend, whatever, like role. I'm supposed to fit into this role. And and as a man or a woman, I also have these roles that I'm supposed to fit into. And if I stretch outside of that, then it makes me less of a man or it makes me less of a sexy goddess girlfriend or whatever it is that you want. So the first thing that I always, always, always invite like people, individuals that who, who want to deepen in their sex life is to really ask themselves like, what if I had a magic wand, or if I could create my dream reality in my relationship in regards to my sexuality, what would I want? And first of all, get clear on what you want. Like, what do you want? What do you desire? What do you need? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Once you have a clear like description of that, then, then, then then you can ask yourself the question, what would need to shift in my relationship? Or what could I invite in, in order to create this reality? So now you're coming not with just a problem, like, hey, I want to bring to you the fact that we, our sex life is really dry, and (laughs) we're not really making love anymore. And I really desire this, but I'm actually coming to you with a solution, man or a woman come with a solution. Mm. And then if you're a woman, you can kind of use this with both partners but I want to speak into uh, there's a very important way of languaging Um, there's a couple little pieces in languaging that I think is very 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 important for for individuals and couples so the first thing is come with a solution realize what's going on because oftentimes we bring just problems to our partner and it just adds more problems so come with a solution let your inner man man or woman doesn't matter let your inner man come with a solution and clarity of like hey and here's the language hey I'm, I, I'd love to have a conversation with you. Like, I'd love to drop in. I'd love to spend a night with you where we can really drop in and feel each other. My desire is, so state what you love. Like, I, I'm noticing that lately our, our, our I don't know, we've, we've, you felt really distant from me. Like, we've, we've been busy. You've been doing your things. I've been doing my things. And my desire is to feel you. And I would love to create space and time in our week where we can really drop in and we can really feel you. And I have some ideas of things that we can, yeah, that we can do and in, in ways that we can really be with each other. And I'm wondering if this Friday works for you. So, oh, this like, is so inviting. Yeah. Like bring, bring it like first, like men or woman needs to know what, like what you're feeling and what you desire. Because if you're like, Hey, our sex life is, uh, you know, like I'm noticing that I don't feel connected to you and we haven't even had sex in like a week or two. And I feel like you're always busy and yeah, like what's going on. Who the fuck wants to go into that conversation? Like, especially if he's avoidant, he's going to be like, uh, yeah, I don't really know, but I have to go meet the boys for a beer in like 20 minutes. So what, what do you <laughs> want to tell me? You know, it feels more like reprimanding. So, so the idea is like create a container, set, a, set up a situation, create a container. And then from that space, um, when you're in this container, like br- explore intimacy, like, Hey, I have a vulnerability, and my vulnerability is that I've been doing a lot of thinking and feeling into where we're at in our relationship. And I, and I really, I, I miss like the way that, I don't know, the way that we used to connect and have fun and play together. And there was so much aliveness and eros and passion. And I want to feel that again with you. And I notice it feels like when I feel into the distance that's grown between us, it makes me sad. Mm. And I. I've been thinking about like, well, how can we reinvite and how can we spice this up and how can we enhance our our intimacy?
1: I love what you're saying here, and it's really like you're speaking your emotions from a very inviting place. but something I was just thinking about because I know that personally, when I come from a place of like bitterness, yeah, and i'm I'm upset with the way things are going. It can be hard to speak with that sort of language. So sure. what do you what would advice would you give to someone who's like, I'm really pissed at my partner because he's not showing up in the way I want him to, and I'm and you know, I'm just not happy with the way things are going. So it's kind of like blaming, right? Yeah.
0: So turn it around and 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 ask yourself the question, like the mirror. What's the mirror like? I. It's so easy. Of course, we all do this, myself included. Like, it's so easy to think that the thing, the problem, is outside, but then again, like that's only going to create more problems. So ask yourself the question, okay. What am I upset about and how am I also creating this? Because if you're not inviting or if your partner's distant or he's not around and you're not giving him invitations to meet you, then that's the piece that you can go to right there. Like, hey, I wanna take responsibility for my emotions. Do some emotional alchemy work, like to, like really feel, oh, I'm angry. Like feel it through your body, not with him, but in your own experience of a woman, like fucking angry and underneath that anger, and let me feel it and move it through my body. There's pain and underneath that pain, there's desire. And the desire is to, that's what a man to is feel gonna feel with. Yeah, and to feel seen <laughs> yeah. and to feel worshiped. Mm-hmm. So, so come from that energetic, that space of emotion because that's what's going to hit your man but don't come from an immature I'm projecting my shit onto you emotion because that's going to push him away come from like a I've sat with myself and I felt myself and I felt my longing for you and I felt like I know what's possible Mm -hmm. and my masculine has stood up for my feminine has held her in my emotional storm and has created a solution of how we can get there. And my masculine now is going to speak to your masculine and getting it. Cause this is oftentimes also what I see in a challenge in relationships is that the man I had a, a client today telling me, like, I feel like sometimes my partner isn't there the way I need him to be. And I say, great, well, he's not a mind reader. Mm-hmm. Ask your masculine what you need in order to feel supported and then tell him like, hey, I'm having a really hard day at work. It's been really shitty. What I really would love to feel or what would be really supportive for me is if when I get home, you can spend the first 10 minutes just holding me in your arms. I, I, I know that this would really support my nervous system.
1: Yeah. And I think like the point of this all is that it's actually just a simple ask. Because the hard part is, is like going to the place where you feel the pain, because we don't want to feel the pain, but sitting with yourself first and getting to the core of like, "Mm, what's the, what's the deeper pain? Where's the sadness? Where's, where's the longing? Where's the desire, the yearning? And I love that. That is such an invitation. And that really opens anyone up because it's pure and it's true. And it's not ego. It's not all these other parts of you that are trying to exactly point and shame And which can be very alienating, of course. And so, you know, yes, you're human. Yes, you're allowed to have a human experience and all these things are real. And if you want to juice up your sex life, which is what this episode is about, baby, go deep, feel that yearning and speak from there. And I'll tell you, you will juice up your sex life. Hello, hello, coming in here for a little quickie. If you're ready to call in your next 2.0 self, woo, hey girl, I'm here. I work with some of the most amazing women who are ready to expand from starting and growing their own personal brands to inviting an even more pleasure and love into their lives. We don't have to buy into the toxic myth anymore that in order to get ahead, we need to be more confident or that we need to grind ourselves to the bone either. My inbox is open should you feel called to join forces and invite in even more pleasure and productivity in my one-on-one VIP coaching mentorship. My love, we're all so damn scared of failing. but. What if you freaking lie? Ah. All right. Back to the episode now.
0: And just to go to the flip side on the feminine, like what she can do. Yeah.
1: I'd love for you to talk about the feminine now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So what she can do is first and foremost, take responsibility for her emotions. I see so many women who, A, don't have emotional practices. They don't know how to be with their emotions. Um, This is really coming from an immature feminine place and it doesn't mean the woman is wrong or bad, but it means that there's a part in them that hasn't like their, their inner man hasn't really, because ultimately at the end of the day, your inner man is responsible for supporting your inner feminine. So whenever Mm. you're feeling anything instead of, and we oftentimes outsource our masculine onto our partners, especially over a longer period of time, we just expect them to be the masculine, but then it's like resource yourself. So go back into yourself and say, okay, what am I feeling? Let your man hold space for your feelings and your emotions. And then let your man, okay, baby, this is what I always tell my women clients. Like when you're in something, when you're really in it, pull up your inner masculine and say, okay, baby, what 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 do you need? How can I support you? And if your masculine can say that, like, what do I need? How can I support you? then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're no longer needing the man to hold space for your anger or to... You're coming from a grounded, centered place and your masculine can actually penetrate through your own because his shit's coming up too. Whether he's expressing it or not or whether he, you know his, his feminine is probably more contracted, and more upset than yours, but he's never been given any type of tools or space to talk about it or to confront it or to move through it. And your job as a woman who's becoming more conscious and owning her desires is to get your desires met by yourself and to to do your emotional alchemy work. And then, okay, maybe your man is busy. So then how can you be well fucked by yourself? And Mm -hmm. if you're not in the mood and you really want him to do it, that's fine. But then find a way to like pull yourself out of your rut, put on sexy lingerie, do a sexy dance for yourself. I always tell my, my clients, like, If you want to have the best lover, you have to be your own best lover. So if for whatever reason your man isn't available, can you be that woman with the red fucking pumps and the well bouncy hair? And can you, I do it all the time when I'm feeling low, I'm like, what's the first thing I can do to flip that? Well, I can move my body. I can put on some sexy lingerie. I can dance in the mirror. I can get ready. I can look like a fucking bombshell. And guess what? When I when I look like that, and I start to feel like that, I start to get attention and the things that I really want. And this will shift your perspective of your man feeling like you need something from him or you want something from him and it's coming out underneath and in the shadows, it's like, no, like I like yes, I desire something from you, but desiring something and needing something or expecting something are a very different frequency. So how again can you flip it around and say, okay, like I've communicated my knees, I've shown up, I'm I'm in a grounded space, and if for whatever reason you still can't meet me, then guess what baby? I'm gonna meet myself. And you come from that space and all of a sudden he's like, whoa, like what, where did, where did you come from? What what did you just go do? And you're like, yeah, I'm just taking care of myself.
1: And it will flip the desire. Oh, baby, this is really big, really big. And just hearing you say this, I mean, what comes up for me is, you know, sometimes I'm working. We're all working from home these days with uh, due to COVID. And, you know, sometimes I'm just in my sweats all day. Yeah. And it's at the end of the evening and I want to go to bed or I want to be playful and cute with my partner. And I'm like, but Hey, I haven't been cute or playful with myself. I don't even see myself like that. I've been kind of, you know, this, um, and it's totally okay. And acceptable to be cozy. Some days. Oh my God. It depends on your mood. But if your mood on that day is to actually feel judged up, you actually want to feel the fire inside of your body and you want to feel juicy. And you want, as you were just saying from the beginning of this podcast episode, you're outsourcing it to someone else. And you're like, well, I need you to make me feel sexy, Mm -hmm. but you're not, you're not even giving that to yourself first. How are you supposed to radiate that? How are you supposed to attract that? It's like, it doesn't work. Of course, they don't see you that way. You're not, you don't. Seeing yourself
0: that way. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. You're not holding that energetic vibration. Yeah. And And this is like, remember for anyone who's listening to this, when you met your partner, you were probably at a place where you were like filled and you're like really like radiant and you're feeling really good and you're whether you were traveling or whether you were at like out or you know you 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 just you radiate when you're mm. no longer outsourcing your needs to something or someone you are fucking full and people can feel that and they're just like wow who is that woman and then after a while when we're in relationships both men and women do it we outsource our needs to our partners and then the fucking polarity dies and we don't go to the gym as much and we don't hang out with our friends as much and we don't make time to go out and we don't go on solo vacations like take space away from each other go nourish yourself outside of the relationship like that's another thing if you want to fucking juice up your sex life spend time apart especially (laughs) if you live together go on a girl's vacation like intentionally go hang out with a friend instead of staying at home because that that will create more desire like yeah that's also super super important
1: oh yeah it's so it's so true and actually it's just instead of feeling like stuck in the well in the comfort actually because when you're in a relationship and you've really fallen in love with someone you get comfortable and there's a part of us that loves that. Mm-hmm. Our nervous system feels held and seen and loved and oh, like we can exhale, you know, like yeah. all of us are welcome. Yeah. And that is beautiful and that is true. And I think there's comfort and then there's desire. Yeah. And how can we live in harmony with both?
0: Yeah. So again, I think the, I think what's really excites me about where we are in our evolution, we are In the first time in our lives, we have the ability to become conscious and aware of things that our parents and their parents and their parents never had the ability to do. So the fact that we can even have this conversation, the fact that we understand polarity, the fact that we're no longer in dynamics that are codependent unless we create them to be that consciously or subconsciously, like before we were forced in those situations, this is shifting everything. So the fact that we live in polarity, there's always, you cannot have life on planet earth without light and dark. It is just a part of it. We are physical beings. There is matter. This is polarity. This is what attracts. So when you think about comfort and you think about desire, they're often opposite sides of the spectrum. So the question is, can I be aware of like, well, what is my percentage? This is something everybody can ask right now. What is my percentage of comfort in my life? Maybe you're at 70% comfort. And then what is my percentage of desire? And you're at 30% desire. And then and and do I feel like I'm in a place that this feels good? Is this what I want? Because sometimes when you're freaking, when you've been going, 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 and maybe it's summer and you've been out and you've been traveling, you probably fucking want 30%
1: 70% comfort.
0: And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you can also have great love If making. you're working
1: so hard. Yeah. And you want to go home and relax yeah. and Netflix and chill with your boo. Like yeah. that is nourishing. Yeah. Yes,
0: Yeah. And that can also, you can still have great sex and be in comfort. And if you're in a place where you're like, I'm feeling stagnant. I'm feeling dull, whether it's personally or in the relationship. I'm feeling ugh, like I need some. Yeah, I'm desiring to feel more. Then look at your patterns and habits. What are all the things that are keeping me in the same routine and creating comfort for me? And where can I expand my edge a little bit? know I haven't gone out to like an event in a long time I I, I, let me look online and see what events are happening maybe you go to a workshop maybe you go to a BDSM thing maybe you try something new maybe you do Zook dancing maybe you do I don't know maybe you go on a vacation like this is where you can then say okay like I think I'm a little bit too much in my comfort zone it's great I can always go back there there's no scarcity I know how to be there but I really feel like I need a little bit of excitement and expansion in my life maybe you do that solo or maybe you invite your partner to do that but it's constantly like we're we're never going to be balanced we're striving for balance but like the part of our human nature is we're always going to be kind of wavering and the truth is if life was always balanced it would be fucking boring of course. like what what is the point of living if everything like you know like it, wow it would just be really boring and we think we want that but we don't
1: exactly yeah exactly and um and i think in particular, what we're talking about here, like the examples of ways to judge and spark up your life and juice up your life, which has a direct effect into juicing up your relationship to yourself, to your partner. Um, it's so valuable to think like, what are the practical things I could start to do mm-hmm. to create that spark again in mm-hmm. my life? And particularly now during COVID, I mean, we've had two years of yeah. lockdowns, shutdowns, um, you know, we just got out of a pretty dark, cold winter in the Netherlands. Okay. <laughs> Everything was closed down. Um, and so I think a lot of people have also like recluse and turn within and comfort zone has felt really safe. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, springtime is upon us for those in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> and, you know, as you were talking about, the, the flowers are coming out. And how do you want to uh, relate to your sensuality and your life and your desires, right? And yeah. so, yeah, invitation to take this moment to be like, hmm, what are like one or two small actions I can take to sh- to shift out of this and just see see how it goes for a week or two. See how you can connect closer to your desires. Go through the emotional alchemy we we're talking about. Open that container for your partner. Yeah. See what could happen.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think for everyone, get into your body. Yeah. Get into your body, start moving mm. your body, do different things to move your body, like learn your body, learn your pleasure. You you can never go wrong with those things. If you get into your body, learn your body and learn your pleasure. And also like be around other people who are also invested in this too, because you don't have to do it alone. Whether it's men doing men's groups and men's programs for sexuality or women doing women's groups or sister circles or women's groups for sexuality, like fuck dude you're not alone and you don't yeah. have
1: to be yeah it's a safe space and something I was just thinking about is I started rollerblading again this week and um, I had actually fallen a few months ago and I hadn't gone back on the rollerblades for like nine months actually mm-hmm. and so I've been going on the rollerblades like this week in Vondel Park and there's all these fears inside of my head which is saying like you're gonna fall again be careful and every time I go on the rollerblades I play music, I get into the vibe, I have my hand pads, I'm like protected, Mm -hmm. and I whisper to myself, move towards pleasure, Mm. not fear, move towards pleasure, Mm. move towards pleasure, what feels pleasurable in my body right now, yeah, and so I'm rollerblading, and I'm just like, "Mm, well, this move feels good, well, that move feels good, and it's a complete different frequency than like, oh, you know, like. Yeah, I might follow or like, oh, this is like silly or, you know, all the things we can tell ourselves in moments of pleasure, self-pleasure, yeah. all the things that we can Sex, try.
0: anything. Yeah.
1: Dressing up for
0: yourself, moving your body and dance. That's a big one also. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. are afraid to dance because they don't want to look stupid. But I'll tell you the best dancers, it's they're not moving from how they think they're going to look. They're feeling so yeah. what feels good in my body. Ooh, this stretch. Oh, Yeah. <sighs> Oh, yeah. And then you're just feeling, 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 feeling. Where's the pleasure? Where's the pleasure?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: great, Great practice.
1: Yeah. All right, love. So this was such a beautiful conversation. I feel so grateful that you were here to share about how to create a juicy relationship. And the biggest takeaway I'm getting from this conversation is that Actually, you know, we we tend to project it onto the other and we're like, why isn't our sex life good? This person doesn't have a, you know, high enough libido or they're ignoring my needs or they're not showing up for me. I feel lonely. Um, and actually what I'm gathering from this conversation is, well, the answers lie within when we turn the lens and we literally put up a mirror and we say, OK, where are we ignore what are we ignoring inside of us like what are we really I and mean, if you go deeper what are we really longing for and desiring and how can we bring the person into mm-hmm. this this intimacy with us yeah so yeah this was so beautiful i'm curious if you have any final remarks or uh anything else you'd like to leave us with
0: i think the main thing that i just want everyone to know is that every couple will go through a similar challenge as you and the old story is that we have to create this picture-perfect couple image that everything is great and we don't want to share the challenges that we're having or the pains that we're having because we don't want our friends or our family to feel like our relationship isn't good. And having worked mm-hmm. with hundreds of men and women, I know that every relationship has shit. And it's 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 not bad or wrong, but you don't have to go through it alone. And the more that you, especially if you go into containers that are supportive of having these conversations and maybe people who you don't even know, so you can really be true and honest, you're going to see yourself reflected in so many different women. And that's going to help you remind yourself that you're not alone and that it's okay. And your relationship isn't broken. And you still have a beautiful, amazing, loving relationship, Mm -hmm. even when there are challenges. So just remember that. And, you know, yeah, of course, do the practices, do the journaling, like do the reflection, but just realize you're not alone. And there are many people who can support you in shifting because sometimes we can't see our shit and that's the truth. And this is why we have coaches and mentors and people who can help us see the things we can't see. And luckily for us, we live in a world where we have a ton of support available all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Amanda, just witnessing you and seeing literally like the way she moves when she speaks is also so beautiful. The Kundalini rising and Mm. yeah. Yeah, this was very juicy. Thank you, baby.
0: Thank you, thanks for having me.
1: All right, my love, that about sums up this week's juicy episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to pass it along to a girlfriend you think might get uplifted from this conversation. And if there was a particular juicy nugget that you enjoyed, please feel free to share it on your social media and tag me. That way I can shower you with my love and appreciation. Thank you so much. And don't forget to give this podcast five stars so it can reach as many people as possible who are interested in pleasure, profit, and soul in the new age. Yes, motherfucker. I'm so happy you were here. Thank you so much. And I'll see you for the next episode. Lots of love. And don't forget to stay juicy. Mwah.